thing to say. Trick or treat, Paul. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's, Paul at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJK and Bayer. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbors. We are the Neighbors Recap Podcast, and we have a little chat about the most recent episodes of the Aussie Soap Neighbors that have gone to air. We are in the Pirate Net Studios. I'm Vaya. I'm a TV writer who can't suspend disbelief. I have Kate, who tweets Neighbors every night. Hey there, everyone. Remude on Twitter. And CJ, aka the Hot Mess Mum. Hello. <laughs> it's well. Hey, it is literally Halloween, and we have. It's a very scary, terrifying <laughs> guest. I, look, we may be being held hostage yeah. here <laughs> because we have a human lady with complex emotions. That's <laughs> the character, and we have Christy Wheel and Brown. Hello. G'day, gang. <laughs> Thanks for having me on this spooky night. AKA. Scarlett Brady, a.k.a. Kate, what have you dubbed her? Scarborough. Yeah. <laughs> Every, everyone, well, not, not everyone gets a nickname. It's pretty special to get a oh, nickname. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, some people are just Paul. Yeah. yeah. Well, some people are just like Madonna. He only yeah. needs Paul. <laughs> now, Christy, star of Australian stage and screen <laughs> now, both. But this is your first foray into Neighbours. Yeah. Which is, what's it like stepping onto a 30-plus year show? It was really surreal in lots of ways, you know, like obviously I, I watched it hardcore back in the late 80s, early 90s as a, as a family, we, we would all watch it. And the first day I walked onto Ramsey Street, it was just like, wow, oh my God, because the houses are exactly the same. Nothing has changed. Like it was, it was like a time warp. But then, you know, going onto the set, going into Lassiter's, I, I, it was just, it was really surreal and and mental and awesome. Was there anyone you were nervous to meet? Did you have any scenes with any of the big classic names? We had mm. Paul, Paul, Stefan. Paul. I had one with everyone. I had one with Stefan and Jackie and Alan. So Carl and Susan and Paul and Toadie. Like oh, just, awesome. they even threw a Toadie scene in. It was like <laughs> we'd never even met and he came out and was like, Scarlet. No, yeah. Actually, that oh, was the, right. that was yeah, the one when he was like invading Scarlett's privacy. Yeah, he wanted yeah. her to join up for the support group that meeting. Was really inappropriate because he was just <laughs> singing to everyone about how no, she's not going to those meetings. That's I know domestic violence support group. That's personal information, it's Tony. Totally private. <laughs> no, I loved Scarlett then when she's just like nah. Oh, Scarlett. Hey, sorry. Did you want to sign up for the next women's support group meeting? Uh, no. Like, don't, don't even give a reason. Just stay out of my business. I was coming in to get away from Kyle. I was hiding in your premises to get away from Kyle for two seconds. In the not-for-profit world, they have mentors for people starting not charities that don't know what they're doing. I really think Tony needs to do that because he doesn't understand privacy, tax. Mm. CJ had a moment when Tony couldn't do his tax. He's got an accountant or a bookkeeper. I know. Just I didn't a brain. think Finn was going to be able to do much damage on those books. Does, has he even finished year 12? That's the thing, like in mentally? His, in his world, no. He's, he's mm. done one year of teaching at oh, uni. That's right, yeah. But even still, like he told me, from what Rob told me, Finn is like 19 in his yes. head or something. Mm. So he doesn't even know what Instagram is. How would he know how to do a modern day tax return like, oh mind your own business oh yeah i don't know we had excel back in my day <laughs> yeah yeah just get a spreadsheet and we'll post it off to the tax department get your box of receipts <laughs> now, now finn doesn't know about instagram but yes yeah, the other day he was doing a bit of the salt bay pose oh in the yes kitchen. Okay. Right. so he's, he's down with the memes yeah. though i reckon every day he must just like frantically study pop he's culture studying. he's on knowyourmeme.com <laughs> yeah. every day Christy, have you worked with Rob in the theatre? I have, yeah. It was my first... Well, we were actually both on a, that first season of Australian Idol. Wait. Hang on. <laughs> what? I was, an, I was like barely on the, on the show because what? I just refused to play into the whole... I think back now, I think I could have... If only I'd known, I could have told them a really sad story. I could have played that fiddle all the way to the to the crown but instead i was just like not answering any questions you know what you could have done you could have put a wedding dress on and a cheese knife 
never would have been forgotten. <laughs> or just that exactly. I've just been left at the altar today. <laughs> oh, that would, yes. We could have gone for Scarborough on them. <laughs> you, you could have been one of the young divas. Oh, yeah, no, this was like full Guy Sebastian, like very <gasps> first ever year. Do you know how far along, was there a numerical number of how far you went? Well, I was in the top 50. Oh, amazing. Just before they cut to the top. 10 or whatever it was. Yeah, Yeah, so Rob and I met then and then we did Grease the Arena Spectacular together. I must have seen you in that. Sandy and Danny? No, 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 no. no. He did Grease again years later, but back then we were – I was just Patty Simcox. (gasps) Dang, not just. Not just. (laughs) Excuse me. Patty Simcox. I wish I could remember that quote. What's the quote about Patty Simcox? Oh, Christy would know it. Which one? Oh, no, it's it's said about Patty Simcox when she's like the – Patty Simcox, little Lulu of Rydell High. Hi! Well, that's what's in (laughs) That's in the musical. I think she says something worse Mm. in the movie. Also, I noticed that you've played two versions of Olivia Newton-John almost because you were in the Peter Allen TV series Mm. and you also played Olivia's role in the Xanadu musical. Yeah. And I just was scrolling my emails the other day because I, I was searching for a photo. And so I put in ONJ searchings for this stupid photo that I, I wiped my computer and have now lost. And I found an email from her that I forgot <gasps> that I'd wow. ever received. Oh, and it was wow. just so exciting. Yeah. I screen capped it so that I'd never forget Beautiful. again. Because she was at your, I creepily know this because I've done some research for hard quiz that I work on. I read that she was at your performance, wasn't she? She came on the opening night. She came out on stage and we sang Xanadu together. Oh, my God. In front of 2,000 people and, like, the crowd was on their feet. Wow. And it was, it was like, amazing. And then the next night there was only, like, 100 people there and the show closed within about five <laughs> weeks and it was oh. a huge disaster. But that night – and we were on the circle together the, the next day the, after um, the opening. The morning chat show. Yeah. Is that a tough thing, Xanadu? It wasn't that it was tough. It was that I was roller skating while I was singing it and also just going down ramps. And it was a really short stage. I'd never roller skated before. So it was like you have to sing a really high note while going down a ramp and not fall off the edge and kill people. Did they did they give you lessons on roller skating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to like initially I would just go down to the local roller rink like going around. It was pretty humiliating. And <laughs> learning to skate at my age it was just, you know, terrifying and tragic. Yeah. I, I think Olivia had similar problems when she did the movie though. She did. She told me that she broke her coccyx <gasps> oh, and, and she had to sit on an ice donut for like the whole filming of the, oh, of the restaurant. This is like that Spider-Man musical. This is why you shouldn't put mm. actors on um, moving yep. props. Particularly ones with wheels on them. Yeah. It's a bad idea. So, Bitter Neighbours Council business. The business, again. Okay, Patreon has just launched this new feature that I haven't browsed yet, but if you're one of our patrons, patreon.com slash neighbourspod, the next few days from when you hear this, I'm going to play around with this new feature. I think it's called Throne. It's a Patreon app that lets you do chat rooms, private chat rooms that only we can access or any neighbours patron. So that sounds fun and I'm going to play around with that. So if you're not one of our patrons, you can join. Big thank you to my mother who just upped her donation, which is... Thanks, Faye's mum. She... Thanks, Maria. I'm trying to talk her out of it at the minute. It's going to be a long battle. What's going to be awkward is when your mum unsubscribes. No, what's going to be more awkward is when mum joins this private chat room I'm going to set up. It's just you and your mum chatting about <laughs> neighbours. We're going to have to arrange to be on this chat room in the middle of the night because we have a lot of listeners from Europe and the UK. Yes. That's fine. I've been hearing from a lot of the UK. <gasps> what's, what's that been like? Well, it's mixed. There's some who really love it and there's some who are quite brutal. Yeah. It's like they own it. Is this the first time you've been on something with such a rabid fan base? Yeah. I've never experienced anything like this. I mean, I've experienced cyber bullying before, but yeah, people are um, very invested. And yeah, they call me Scarlet and they ask, (laughs) why are you doing this to Yashvi? And why are you doing, you know, why are you trying to break up Yashvi and Ned? And it's like, because they paid me to. It's your name. You're the Scarlet woman. (laughs) Yeah. Is it children or do you think it's adults that actually are acting like this online? That's interesting because I got one the other day that I called out that was like someone tagged me in, in a story that was like this ugly psycho whatever just when I thought she couldn't get any uglier and then they spelled the word neck with a k in front of it and so I was like I was about to call them out and use their name on my social media because people had said to me the neighbors fans can get pretty brutal and I was like that sounds like everyone's just accepting this 
sort of behavior and saying this is just what the fans yeah. are like and I was like you can't do that so I was going to call them out and then I realized I don't know who that is on the no. other end it was a mm. fan account of yeah. like someone on the show and I thought I'm not gonna you know bring hell into someone's life who doesn't know how to spell neck mm. <laughs> that's a good line to draw <laughs> the good thing about our neighbors council on Facebook is that they vets the people who come in by asking a question which means we get some sane people on there yeah all you have to do is have basic literacy skills like and that's the... just answer a question where do you listen to a podcast a lot of people don't don't answer <laughs> so they don't get in right Kate was doing some canvassing of... yes I posed a question to the group this week who do you think is the most dastardly villain Scarborough <laughs> or Nanny Alice that was Carrie Armstrong's character. And everyone said Alice. So there you go. Uh, you're redeemable, Scarlett. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you were a permanent character, in three weeks, you'd be a, like, favourite and you'd everyone would be okay with everything you've just done. How would we bring her back? Well, you, you well, could go the Millsy way. Yeah. Well, Charlotte and the Neighbours Council mentioned a cracker idea, which was we could get a prison spin-off going because mm. she goes, there's quite yeah. a crew gathering. You've mm. got Carrie. You've got Nanny Alice. Mads. Yep. Yeah, we, I was saying the same. We could have like a Wentworth, Erinsborough version. How could she come back though? I like the prison idea. Plus, Toadie could um, bring his support group just to the prison. <laughs> <laughs> and those women can't leave. They have to go to his support group. And um, help him with his tax. Yeah. Oh, there'd be a few women in there that could help him. Oh, yeah. Depends which depart- division he's in. Oh, yeah. I worked in a women's prison for a bit. There's a lot of book fiddlers in there. Really? Yeah. yeah, they know how to cook the books. Oh. <laughs> Alex Moffat on Twitter said, they're both top class. I vote for a spin-off show where they team up and travel the country, leaving behind a trail of corpses. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of like Thelma and Louise, but mm. with more victims. I would love to do that. Yeah, I would like to see you and Carrie Armstrong as like um, relations of some kind. I think it would be a good one. Can we get Sheila to track you down? Yeah, I mean, if anyone's going to bring these two down, it'd probably be Sheila. I'm trying to think what I worked with Kerry on. And I literally, oh, it was the wrong girl. So I know how fun she is and how, but yeah, like it's crazy to me that like the way I would see the way people are talking about Nanny Ellis and yeah, it's like, I know Kerry. I know Mm. what a great actor she is. The things people would say, I was just like, I suppose that's the point is to make people get really invested and really angry. I mm. don't know. And both of your characters were doing heinous things, which we'll get stuck into. Like, wow, just the lowest ebb of what you could do as a person. Well, the reason we call the characters by their names instead of the actors' names is because we're not normally angry at the actors. Mm. We're generally angry at the characters or, you know, mm. we're in love with the character, whatever our emotion we have yeah. is about the story. Be, you could just be in love with Ben Hall. Uh, look, that was, an, uh, that was a phase I went through when he joined the show and I really enjoyed his chemistry with uh, Kate Kendall's character, Lauren. Mm. I thought they had a really great spark and we raved about that and then they brought him back as a regular and then they brought her story, their storyline back. So I reckon I did a little bit of championing there for that romantic arc. So now arc. I know why you hate Scarlett because <laughs> you're jealous. <laughs> well, actually, we when Scarlett started, she was saying everything we were saying. I was really excited because she was like, everyone in the streets rooting each other. Why is he going out with a child? Like a schoolgirl. Like yeah. you were calling out everything that we've said. Mm. So I was pro Scarlet. <laughs> yeah. No, look, Ned dating Yashvi in her school uniform, that is NQR. Yeah. And and a lot of people say that. And my, my husband, when he watched, was like, what's going on there? Because, you know, the, mm. the first scene when Scarlet meets mm. Yashvi, she comes over in the school uniform and Scarlet says, I, I'm sorry, I thought you were selling raffle tickets. <laughs> the best. And she's quite funny. She's quite mm. amusing. And the day that she was late to come and meet Ned and Scarlett says, um, he says, where have you been? You should have finished school hours ago. <laughs> Scarlett says, you didn't get detention, did yeah. you? <laughs> Sick burn. <laughs> she's so funny. See, that's why we were on her team, except the first alarm bell that went off was yours, Kate's, because you picked up on Rex, didn't you? Wasn't that you? when? Mm-hmm. In oh, the, the airport. airport lounge. Oh, was that yes, you, CJ? yes. No, 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 it was Rex okay. because his name was Rex and I reckon you read that off a like a, a regional <laughs> express sign. It's like, oh, yeah, he's my boyfriend, Rex Qantas. <laughs> no, because I think that isn't that interesting. But it had something had to have happened because she was there in the wedding dress. She's, yeah. she's obviously been jilted, but I then it turned out that the guy's name wasn't Rex. 
No, it was Scott. And in that first episode, she also says, I'm trying to get back to my parents in Dubbo. Mm. And then the parents are dead. But that's why I think she did do George Glass and she looked up and went, it's Rex. (laughs) It's It's George. (laughs) How did you approach, did you know the full extent of what Scarlett was going to get up to? I knew that it all came to a stabby end. (laughs) But I think that the fact that the family story came in after, you know, like we'd already done the, the first episode where she was going to see her parents and then, yeah, then it came up that the family had died. And I think that was because we were trying to find something redeemable about her and and to make her less of just a typical villain. Then it was kind of very tragic because the bit where I sort of turned and it was hard to get on board was because they made her this horrible victim of trauma. Mm. So you were really sympathetic to her. And then when it came out that she was a victim of domestic abuse, which she was saying she was, but then people weren't believing her. And then the whole arc showed that you were right to not believe her because she was making it up, which is a really dangerous narrative that we had some problems with. Mm. What was it like to navigate around playing that? Well, that was difficult because the only thing that she really said that was true was how she felt about Ned and that her family had died. And I was like, so how am I supposed to play the truth of you know, my family all died in a car accident and also be able to lie at the drop of a hat about other things. Like I said, I don't know how to make people believe one and not another. It's it's really, it was really hard actually. Well, this is actually another spin-off we could do because I always said Andrea and Nanny Alice were really mm. good actors because they had to be bogan and rough and then they had to be well-to-do. Mm. The three of you could be a travelling troupe. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Grifters. Show people, mm. but just a travelling play that just does like like no, comedy like roadshow just does the rounds grifters no <laughs> are we taking people for a ride are we trying to rob people or kill people oh look you've got you've got a skill set the just work with it yeah I, I mean so when i worked in a prison it was in a drama group in a prison yeah i mean i think go back to the prison show and do a drama show okay, there you're right you'd be selling it out every night in the <laughs> women's correctional center <laughs> I hope so. Well, let's do a little deep dive into the Halloween double act that we got blessed with this week, (laughs) 30th to the 31st of October 2019. Can you tell me, you're just sitting around the house, twiddling your hair, singing Xanadu, and then neighbours calls. What what happens? Uh, Well, actually, Ben is a really good friend of mine, and I was in Muriel's wedding, the musical, but... I needed a bit of a break. I wasn't. I didn't think I was going to be able to continue with the show. And he said, "Oh, this this role's come up on Neighbours." And he actually said he didn't know if this was fact or not, but he actually said that Misha Barton was going to play the role of Scarlet or was set to play the role of Scarlet from the OC. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I love this. I know. I don't know if this has ever been confirmed or not, but. Who cares? Make sure if you're listening, yeah. call in immediately. Well, maybe he's just trying to prank you and this is this is <laughs> we're buying into that. Well, if he is, it worked. Um and yeah, so he said she was supposed to be coming out to play the role, but it needed to be a crazy character and he suggested me, but they knew that I was busy with Muriel's and so I said I might not be continuing with the show and so let them know. Yeah, then it it all just happened. It was I was joining and how awesome. Yeah. So originally she was going to be American and then we're going to meet her at a big Vegas wedding that I don't <gasps> think ended up happening. Maybe Paul and Therese. Yes. Because they ended up getting married on the Gold Coast. Uh, by Elvis. Yeah. Vegas by the sea. So, so it's like they had their champagne tastes in planning. Ended up, yeah. <laughs> Not that you beer, but you know, like it's. Yeah. Uh, Misha was the champagne and I'm the VB. I don't know. <laughs> Might be a I think, corona. I think she's more of a. You know, the, <laughs> higher end yeah. substance was that then super weird to have to mac on with one of your mates it was so weird <laughs> and like i really tell them more about no, what it's like to kiss don't him. make yeah, it no, no, inappropriate <laughs> well it felt completely inappropriate i mean me and my husband and ben and his girlfriend prue we're all friends we hang out all the time so it was like we'd been filming for a few weeks and I knew this first kiss was coming and we were both just mortified about the whole thing. We couldn't even look at each other and it was an early morning scene so we were both brushing our teeth furiously like a hundred times. Oh, like you're in going into Love Island yeah, for a cash fest. exactly. Going into a Love Island um, challenge. We just had to go for it and like 
I remember after it just felt so wrong. It was like oh. where you were so aware of where your hands were, and it was just oh, we were both just yeah. devastated. <laughs> oh my god! And it, we had, actually had to ask for another take because we were both so stiff mm-hmm. and awkward. The director was like, "Oh no, it was fine," and we're like, "Just let's do that again." It sounds like we wanted to do it again, <laughs> but no, we were like, "That was just too." It just oh. would have looked terrible. And I hate every time he's like, oh, "We've got another kiss coming up." I'm like, "No, no, really." <laughs> <laughs> and all those bath bathtub scenes. <laughs> oh yeah, neighbors didn't even have a bathtub. Oh, you that, brought the bathroom. A, yeah, that was the first time they've had a bathroom scene with running water. I think bubbles. Poor Ned and his incidences with showers, saunas, yes. and baths. And mm. It's not good. No. The minute I saw you going to take your stuff while he was in the shower, I'm like, oh Ned, <laughs> put your towels away. In my line of work, I never get the, like, romantic role or the kissing role. Or So when I was kissing Ben, it was, like, the biggest deal for me and I was just mortified every time. And then he told me how many people he'd kissed. He's kissed everyone and and all the time. Like, there's just kiss, so much kissing going on. No wonder everyone's always got each other's colds. It's just like... Oh, oh really? Yeah, it's, it's like a germ factor in there. <laughs> I reckon watch out, Dippy. She's next on the list, surely. So Ned dislocated his shoulder when he was hit by the motorbike mm. and then just picked himself up and was like, yeah, yeah, I'm all right. And it wasn't until Paul said to him, we're taking him to the hospital and it turned out that he dislocated his shoulder. I asked a friend about this who regularly dislocates her shoulder <laughs> and she said it hurt more than childbirth. Wow. Most recently she was like sucking back on the green whistle and then had morphine and everything before they popped it back in. So it's pretty tough though, isn't it? What a tough there? guy. And I did enjoy that they were milking his knight in shining armour routine and everyone mm. was calling him out on it like... <laughs> You know, yeah. Oh, you've you've found a girl that needs your help, and so you just immediately toss away your girlfriend and be like, "I'm here to help you." And Scarlett saw that from a mile away. But also, Ned was the only one of everyone in the street who reacted like you're meant to react when a victim comes to you and says, "I'm going through a tough time." He believed her. I know. And didn't you think like when Matt, well, Aaron, he he was like basically like. I think you need to move out because <laughs> yeah, like the house is in danger now. <laughs> yeah, he said. Like, oh my god! So I was I was kind of fifty fifty on that. I, like I, I was thinking, yeah, as a landlord, you'd be like, "Is only going to be further damage to my house at this point?" <laughs> yeah, I loved it because you, not you, Scarlett basically walks in and she's like, "Oh, my life's terrible." And he was like, "Well, if I was you, I'd move out." <laughs> yeah, he said. I think it's best if you get as far away from here as possible. <laughs> What a nice way to treat your new roommate. I know. So that's when, especially after she'd bought them that fish. It's like, God. Also, you got into that house pretty quick. Like, you didn't have to have... Um, I had. A, I wrote a reference for the cat that you're looking at running around here. We had a, some, a family member write a reference for the cat to say it's okay to move in. Like, we jumped through a lot of hoops to get into our rental. And I, I guess Scarlett, Scarborough didn't really have to prove that she was toilet trained. <laughs> No, she said, remember, she said Ned will vouch for me. She used Ned right from the top. I tell you what, I really do admire Scarborough's use of Airtasker. I'm yeah. like, oh, fantastic. You've got you to outsource this. Embraced the gig economy. Poor old Mariana, who we met on Wednesday. Who Prompt cash payment. Yes. <laughs> she ne- knew what she needed. Well, she was the one that threw the brick through the window. The brick slinger and the, you know, she's got her motorbike license. And whatever else she was going to do. But then I love how Paul and Tarage teamed up to get the better of this scammer. At least Mariana didn't sing like a canary, like the reference guy who's just like, oh, yeah, mate, that was totally fake. (laughs) Eventually, though, because Paul goes, we'll pay you double, didn't work. Tarage amps it up. Triple. (laughs) I don't give out details about my clients. Yeah, except she hasn't paid you yet, has she? I'll pay you double. Sorry. Triple. We'll give you triple. This is why they're a good double act. They don't even know how much it is. They just speak in, in broad multiplication <laughs> that's terms. That's so true. She's like, oh, like, that's okay. Three million. Exactly. Yeah. It's Halloween. It's Halloween Eve. Ned and Scarlett have, she's somehow convinced him to go to the Mornington Peninsula. To oh, a, it's beautiful down there. Why wouldn't you go? To a and b <laughs> that David and Aaron didn't want to go to. Mm. So is it free or something? No. Or is it just they got a brochure and they were like, oh, I don't want to go? I think that Scarlett could feel that, you know, the walls were closing in a little bit. Paul had come and someone had confronted her about something. So she was like, mm. the best bet's going to be to get away. 
Yeah, because she'd spilled the beans about the video that she knew about it. Yeah. The pornographic hotel room camera footage. <laughs> Hang on, I'm, I have not seen tonight's episode. Is it revealed if Scarlett is the pornographer? Well, the final moment of Thursday is Paul getting a little message and he opens his phone mm. and it's hinted that Scarlett has sent him the video of Amy and Coyle. Oh, getting down to business. Oh, that's grim. His yeah. daughter. Yeah. Mm. And he doesn't press stop straight away. <laughs> no. Is this the limber ladybird? Oh, he's finally going to get the tip to please his Therese. So, yeah, we've got the Scooby gang over at David and Aaron's house trying to get to the bottom of this mystery. <laughs> Everyone is suspicious. Yashvi and Kersha have cracked the Enigma code over at the Rebecca house and they've found her ex-boyfriend Scott online and he, in all caps, has told Yashvi to steer clear of Scarlet. She tried to kill me. She's dangerous. Um, how about you don't tell a teenage girl this, mate? How about you get onto the phone and mm. get onto the police? I'll say sidebar, Yashvi's totally going to fail year 12 again. <sighs> I'm furious with that kid because <laughs> this is her second year. Yeah, might as well not try beyond this point. I reckon she'll get an extension because she got stabbed. Yes, yeah, special consideration. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But don't you think it's weird, like that when Yashvi was asking Scott about Scarlet, he was like, "Does she know that you're calling? I can't be talking to you." Like he still seemed scared of. He still seemed in fear of Scarlet. Imagine, mm. imagine what she did to him. I know. It sort of seemed like maybe it hit him on the head really hard. <laughs> I don't even know how Yashvi got his number because it wasn't written in the message. No, she must have guessed it. Oh, no, maybe she called him on Messenger phone. Messenger. Okay, that explains it. Oh, the young people. She FaceTimed him probably. Kersha showed her how. (laughs) How the hell did she find him? He's not hiding himself all that well if she can hop on the Googles and get him. But Yashvi couldn't. Kersha cracked it somehow. Yeah, because she's a genius. She's going to Sydney to go to school. Yeah. She's that, probably going to uni now. That makes me really sad. I love little Kersha. I, know. I don't want her to go to Sydney. But if the boy child can go to Sydney, I want the girl child to go there okay. too. True. Yeah. Paul is snooping in Scarlett's handbag. And he finds a burner phone. Mm. Awesome. A grifter staple. Yeah, like a second cheap anonymous SIM phone. Great yeah, work, Scarlett. Two iPhones. Where's Scarlett getting a coin for the B&B She's she's raking it in somehow. Because it's not even a good grift. Like, if you're a grifter, you get people's money. But all you're doing is shelling out money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Should have hooked on to Toad. That's the thing. Toad is, he's a homeowner, firstly. Yeah. She could have asked him, said, I'll look after the books, transferred all the money out of the account. Oh, see? Yes. Exactly. He's still vulnerable from yeah. Sonia. Scarborough is looking for love. She's not looking for cash. I know. I love when Paul offered her the cash and she said, you get me all wrong. I I've, don't want that. I think she's got a trust fund from all the deaths. Uh, oh, and here we go. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think it was Mary on Twitter who said that, what a pity that Scarlett missed Mark by a week because he would have married her in a hot minute. Why? Does he I marry ex- anyone? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Really? He, he had three potential wives, and but also all he wanted was like wife and kids, picket fence. That's all he wanted. Well, he got oh. the picket fence. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> he was hooking up with Zimmer, yeah. with Roxy. Yeah. Oh, the, the, she's not the marrying kind. She's also, like, quite young. Yeah, too. she is. Yeah, yeah, that was a little blip on his radar. Of, mm. Yeah. But if he'd met you in an airport in a wedding dress, you nice. wouldn't have had to take him to Mornington to go through a maze. He just would have said, okay, cool, let's go get married. Could have just gone straight to Queensland, met Paul and Therese at theirs. Now, Yashvi doesn't call the police either. No one's calling the buzz. Oh, it is Erinsborough. Erinsborough police isn't great. Yeah, they're not great later when they finally get there either. Yashvi decides she's just going to go and confront Scarlett at this B&B. Well, first she goes over to the house and has no luck there. I no, thought yeah. Scarlett was very quick. That was, you know, the gaslighting in that scene by Scarlett was just second to none. You know, this is what they do. They're twisting oh, the words. Yeah. Of course they, of course he said that. He said that you took him on a holiday and you rocked up in a wedding dress. So he did a runner and you tried to stab him. That is what these guys do, Yashvi. They twist it all around and make the other person look crazy. That's what was so hard because I kept, I just kept thinking of the possibilities if they had made you running from a, a dangerous ex, mm. how much more powerful that could have been if maybe she was unstable because of this horrible recent trauma Mm. you see i thought scarborough was very measured there because you could have quite easily stabbed her and bunged her into the dugout Mm. (laughs) 
I think she did have one eye on the kitchen just <laughs> just in case. But you're so right. It's it's like, you know, women are so often accused of lying about this sort of stuff and yeah, maybe if we could have, and a lot of people have asked me this, like on Instagram and on Twitter, I'd love to know more of her backstory. Mm. Why Why is she doing this? Why mm. is she behaving in this way? And, and okay, this is all going to be spin-off ideas, but girl interrupted style <laughs> psych ward, mm. Winona Ryder, like delving into, well, maybe you'd be more the Angel- Angelina Jolie character. Or the Brittany Murphy with the chickens uh. under the bed, <laughs> the roast chicken. <laughs> So many possibilities. Yeah, Alice has got to be there, surely. Alice has got the shortbread under the bed. (laughs) All right, we get to where did you shoot this, Christy? Red Hill. And it was Ben's birthday, so we actually stayed. Our partners came down and we all stayed at at an Airbnb. Nice. Oh, so cute. That's precious. Yeah. But it was freezing. It was just getting into, like, wintry. It was quite sunny but freezing cold and windy and... I just put up a video on my Insta story of during shooting the one veil that we had for Scarlet flew into a, a tree, like a really high <laughs> up tree, and we had to spend 20 minutes getting it down because we'd filmed <laughs> so much with it on, we had to get it. Speaking of birthdays, obviously I was doing my quick biographical Google earlier and I discovered you and I, Christy, have the exact same birthday to the day and year. Really? Really? Six double eight two, like that was my locker combination in high school. Really, but it's my husband's birthday too. Yeah, but I was wondering. I wonder how close we, how many hours apart we are now. I was born at like five ish in the morning. Five thirty (gasps) p.m. Oh, I was gonna say swapped at birth. I was I was five thirty five a.m. Wow, how fun's that? That's amazing. I rarely (laughs) meet people with the same birthday as me. Wait a second, what hospital? Row Women's. Is that in East Melbourne? Carlton. Uh, Mercy. Or the Mercy, yeah, in, yeah. in, in East Melbourne. Oh, yeah, nice. that's so the Oxford Hospital. Well, yeah. you were already 12 whole hours old by then. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was off wiser. Yeah, <laughs> I was like plotting my neighbour's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're at this beautiful location. This is amazing for a guest character. You get to live on Ramsey Street mm. and get an amazing location shoot and stunts. And a job at Lassiter's. <laughs> Hang on, that Porter's role. I don't, I don't traditionally see women in that role. Like you have to lift some heavy stuff. <laughs> it's so funny, isn't it? Because then and you never saw her like lifting bags no. after then. She just sort of swanned around and was like on her phone. And dressed like a flight attendant the whole yeah, time with I a know. scarf around her neck. I love that outfit. It's very cute. Yeah. I love how um, you pick the um, bed and breakfast place and it's off a pamphlet, which is just so retro because normally <laughs> you go online, but it's off this little DL flyer that someone's like printed and put in a letterbox or something. <laughs> well, actually at Lassiter's they have like the pamphlet stand. Ah, uh, of course. Yeah. So it must have been from there. Oh, whoever got it, David just didn't go very far to get information. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, Who books an Airbnb? It wasn't an Airbnb. It was just a B&B. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, it was every retro. time I say B&B, it's counterintuitive. Like, <laughs> missing a syllable. <laughs> the Scooby gang are also throwing around a lot of mental health shaming, I've got to say. They're all like, she's crazy. Yeah. She's sick. Scarlett is clearly unhinged. Yeah. And she's obviously a crazy lady. Crap, she's crazy. We're in some cosplay now. You go down to the maze, which is already spooky and a bit fun. Mm-hmm. And then it was shot kind of low, so we couldn't really see the sky so we were, we were a bit suffocated scarlet's in her wedding dress because why not it's it's one of her common outfits she's ready to get married well, she was meant to be the bride of frankenstein but she didn't want to get blood on the dress no because it was a rental i think that was yeah <laughs> but she was willing to drag it through a maze yeah but i don't know about that I, I sort of think maybe she was planning on doing the whole wedding thing had had things gone well i think she thought they were just going to go for it that I, day. I, I agree. So I think she was going to say, wouldn't you like – well, she did. She said, wouldn't you like to get away from all these ridiculous Ramsey Street people? Mm. Um, and Ned's like, oh, no, Aunty Therese is all right and I, I want to stay living at her house. So I think if Ned had said, yeah, I want to get away – you would have just got married and then run off into the sunset. Someone in the B&B would have been a regist- like a, a celebrant yeah. mm. and you would have got it done. Yeah. Yeah, no, there was a real feeling of the shining in the maze as well. That's what um, Ben said as well. And like people kept doing the Kathy Bates um, with the axe. Kathy Bates is misery. Yeah, misery, mm. that's right. And a bit of almost streetcar when you were yelling out, no! Yeah, <laughs> how was your voice by the end of that day? So sore. So, so sore. <laughs> Ned! Ned! 
much. And I, I was literally like, I don't have much more in me. They're like, now shoot from the crane, you know, shoot the top. I was like, I can't keep screaming. I've got nothing. Also, it's such a short name to shout. Like you yeah. can't drag it out. Mm. <laughs> How did you gear up for getting to that level of her completely losing the plot? Well, Ben and I both really um, – we really cared about this storyline and it really mattered to both of us and especially this. This was the pinnacle of the whole thing. So we, we were both really focused and really wanted it to be great. So I did, you know, have I spent – most of the time we were just laughing and being silly but that day I spent quite a bit of time, you know, preparing, crying, working on my – the funniest was watching it with my husband and he – was I knew he was laughing because he's like that's her that's when she's crazy like he knows that part of me in <laughs> like as Christy wow not that I go for the scarlet but yeah you don't often stab of him it. with a cheese knife not often no, no. no. you just don't say often Sc- Scarborough does have a good crazy eye that switches on as well my ex used to say that I had crazy eyes well, you tapped into it. Well done. <laughs> That's why he's made next. a career out yeah. of it. Now he keeps sliced cheese in the house and it's all fine. Scarlett reaches for the cheese knife because Ned turns her down. She's like, we have to get married. He's like, whoa, 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 pull up the pony. This is too much. How do I even know you? I love you and you love me and we are meant to be together. Okay, I can't do this. You're really freaking me Don't- out. He's been playing ball this whole time. He's been happy to indulge. Okay, she's gone through a hard time. Let's get her into a comfortable place, but... Okay, now it's escalated to 11 and I am not on board for this. And she just flat out stabs him. Well, he tells her the thing, the one thing that she doesn't want to hear, which is we need to slow down. And then he drops a we don't even really know each other, which is like salt in the... Yeah, which is just a fact. (laughs) Well, yeah, but... Mate, um, mate, have you read my scrapbook? We know each other very well. (laughs) Yeah, but before they left, he said, I'm not going to leave you or something like that. So... It was like you're going back on your word and that's what sends her into this um, meltdown. It's so sad because he really did care and want her to be okay. Yeah, No, I'm Tame Scarborough here. (laughs) You know what? He's a Willis man and if we know anything from Neighbours, it's that Willis men are incredibly unreliable. He's the son of Drab who was a shocker. You know, he dumped to rage for Lauren. and But then do you two call her to rage? Yeah, Yeah. because she rages out. Right. Yeah, which she hasn't done a big rage this week but. She was about to when Paul was lying to her. Don't you dare try to pretend that what I just heard was nothing. But you should have said something about Scarlett earlier. It would have avoided this whole situation in the first place. The Perfect Blend actually tagged me today that Doug Willis, Grandpa mm. um, Willis, actually inspired the same rage in a woman called Jill Weir who ended up seducing him in the hot tub. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's get past that quickly. And then... Tried to throw herself off a building because of this unrequited love. Really? Yeah. So it's not Scarlett's fault at all. No. This is just what Willis men do to people. Hashtag Willis men. Scarlett's an angel. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Team team Scarpa. Yes. Like Andrea, like Heather, Nanny Ellis, these are women who have undergone trauma. Huge trauma. Like Scarlett lost her parents and siblings which almost look like your triplets in this in the scrapbook you all had the same birth date so oh, or, or they were twins or that it was very close in age right. horrible trauma and never looked after and she them. found a willis jesus yeah, never yeah, looked no. after their mental health society's let them down and now this is we pay the price I mean, I never condone her behaviour, but I do think the people who behave like this are obviously in terrible pain and I was glad she was caught in the end because she needed help. Hmm. Yes. She might get it now. Is she at Erinsborough Hospital? Well, no, she went... (laughs) Oh, thank God. Well, she will get help then. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll get to that in a moment where she ends up, but... B and V, team B and V, they get in the car and they go down to the maze. And at some point they decide to call their family to just let them know, hey, we're just in Mornington. We're just hunting down a a, a crazed lady who's killing people because they know that it's now about her, I think. I'll be back to study for English. Yeah, I'm totally going to. The exam started yesterday. Why is she not there? Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, she yeah. missed it to go down to the pink. Well, I mean, I don't know when it happens in Neighbours Land, but no, in like reality. Oh, yeah. well, she's, yeah, she's failed again. <sighs> and Another year in the school uniform. <laughs> Can't they give us some dignity? Like send it to one of those colleges in the city where you just wear normal clothes. Just do it online. Yes. She's going to go out with Carl next. Oh, Jesus. Um, hmm? So 
they head down there and they run and from scary movie we learn you don't run into danger right but they run into a maze Mm. but what does yashvi do as a safeguard it was the cutest thing i've ever seen i'm back on team scooby um she gets food out and drops it like hansel and gretel she's gonna find her way back Oh, good lord. Little white mints. It was adorable. Yeah, I loved it as well. It was cute. There's little buffoons. So they come across Scarlet in the middle of the maze before Ned. Oh, Scarlet's yelling out Ned, so Mm. they know these two are not together anymore. Bee finds Ned on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. The running and yelling, well, you could tell she's lost her mind at that point because Ned couldn't move. So where were you roaming around looking for him? Yeah. She must have lost him, taken a left turn. (laughs) Oh, she's confused. (laughs) It's a big day. She's wearing a wedding dress. Running in that wedding dress, which, P.S., was from ASOS. I think that's quite amazing. It arrived as a – like, if I had had access to an ASOS wedding dress, I would have definitely done it. But it was heavy and it was wet and muddy at the bottom and – the veil was caught on every twig oh in that maze Like whenever I tried was, to run. It was lace, wasn't it? So yeah. they'd be picking up everything. When I saw the promo for this and you guys are running through the maze and then I think Ben tweeted something like, it's the maze runner. And I thought, oh, this is a cute promo for something that's just not going to be. Yeah, I thought it was going to be something in the street. Because, you know, sometimes they do, like they did the Lolita promo with the Delaney character. They do sometimes, mm-hmm. they did the, the Wives of Henry VIII. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, this is going to be some over-the-top thing. But no, this was the real story. It was a really over-the-top thing. The promo was the story and it wasn't a heightened version of it. I'll tell you what, I'm glad though. No offence, you know, RIP The Hills, but I've seen Misha Barton act on The Hills Reincarnation too. I'm very glad it was you. <laughs> I actually would have loved to have seen it as an American. And you know how in um, The O.C., every time Misha, Marissa, her character would go into a scene with anyone, she would start it with, hey... Like that, hey, <laughs> with this hey. And so I said that to Ben that every time Scarlett started a lot of lines with hey and I was like, if this was Misha, she would go, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of imagine her being like um, Lilo on The Masked Singer, just kind of like in a daze. Yeah. She, she wouldn't have appreciated the Stefan Dennis scenes. No, no way. No. At all. no. Or Toadie. She'd be like, oh, who's this guy? Or Ramsey Street. She would have thought, where am I? Yeah. Why yeah. am I so far away from the city? <laughs> She would have really got on with Milsey because they would have both been like amnesiacs. She would have been like, I hear you know Paris. Oh. 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 Now, Thursday, right? It's all, it's all come to a head. People are stabbed. The girls are running through trying to find Ned. Finally, Yashvi does like a football tackle. She does. She brings Scarlet down. Apparently they pin her down until the police come, which I imagine would have been some time as well. So... And I reckon Scarborough, she'd have some good energy. Yeah, yeah, she would have been running her arms around like a spider. It seemed that she was knocked out. Like it oh, seemed okay. that her head, was she, she, her eyes were closed. So I think she may have lost consciousness. Oh, oh. it's like a coward punch moment. Or maybe, <laughs> maybe she was in oh. a state of... Like catatonic. Yeah. But on the way down has stabbed Yasfi's leg. Mm. Yeah, I'm quite worried. Because the minute that happened, I thought, but that's what you used to play football. Legs and arms. And, sorry, not sorry. And I don't have high hopes for her exam results, so football was going to be the next thing. She's just going to have to go and work at the cafe, yeah. like she should have done a year ago. It's her mum's business, for God's sake. They should all be working there. Ding, ding. Tickets, please. <laughs> I'm Gary, and I've got tickets on myself. I'm the chef at the 82 Tram Cafe, Erinsborough, inviting you to come and have a gander. Pack in like it's peak hour, enjoy some native tucker and pie form, and uh, drink out of jars that Dr. Carl saved from his pasta sauce. Need to book a function? Throw a surprise wedding for your bride-to-be in a tram. We might even serve desserts with fresh cacao. Don't worry, we've given the joint a once-over since I trashed it. So stumble aboard and stuff your gob full of roadkill. The 82. We put the ding in dingus. Now, we, we just took a pause. Christy just reminded us of something that... Firstly, I thought you were talking about something from the news. <laughs> and then you said the guy that got lost in the snow. And I'm like scratching my noodle trying to figure out who you were talking about. <laughs> Old mate, dry toast. Dry toast who has become... Oh, well, look, there's just been a plethora of new names for him this week. Dry toast. Well, I just his character did not appeal to me. Because I just thought there was nothing going on. Mm-hmm. He just arrived, he Bland. knocked up Ellie, right. and then he went away. Okay. There was nothing there. And then he came back and they fell in love over like four episodes. 
like most things in the Kennedy house, they had a lot of cup of teas together. <laughs> There's a lot of tea going on there. You've had mm. a tea there. I just had yeah. a water. Oh, did you? Oh. You said no tea. Yeah. I don't want your tea. B brought you around you to don't. hang out. You mm. never know. They've had like kind of, what was it, the erotic teas there or something? And then Millsy put the spy cam in the tea box. He did. I mean, Jeez. yeah, but you're familiar with spy cams. You just put some in Lassiter's, so. So I don't even know if that was me. Oh. Mm. Maybe it was. Did but you tapped into it. Did they yeah. Were you? Yeah. Did they film you? Was that you in the silhouette shot they took of? The C- cackling? No. Oh. No. It was no. a good shot. So was, yeah, you couldn't like really me? tell who it was. Yeah, little. Had long hair. Same hairstyle. Maybe it was Andrea. I don't know. Look, no, no, different no. hair. No, it's Maybe not Maybe it was me. Dee. She's turned devil. Okay, well, I'm intrigued. Maybe um, it was just Amy. She just wanted to get a level of fame out there. Didn't want to be the handy woman anymore. It's just going to leak <laughs> her own did sex Kimmy K. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe it was Kate. Ghost Kate. Ghost Kate. Oh, we'll talk about her momentarily. What? Hang on. The new name yes. for dry toast. What's, what's even blander than toast? What's Porridge. Got- I was going to go for bread and butter pudding, but that's not what, bland. What's something that's even more bland? Ice. He is now dry ice. Literally. <sighs> I I cannot believe we recorded the episode last week before the avalanche happened. And I, I was devastated because that avalanche brought me so much joy. So much joy. I, look, I was questioning. I was Googling Switzerland avalanche October because I'm like, it's pretty early on in the old winter season oh. for there to be actual snow to fall down. Climate change. Greta is onto it. Like, I, or it could just all be bullshit. Maybe it never, this is fake news, it never actually happened. He's trying to get away from Ellie. Because there's no body. That, They've got to find a body, right? Hashtag no blood. Yeah, there's, I mean, we've learned from DeAndrea's situation, you can't on Neighbours not have a body. Ellie and Harold, remember Harold went off the edge of the yeah, cliff exactly. and then turned up in that marching yeah. band? Ellie was so keen to have a funeral. Ellie, first of all, was like, oh. all right, where are we going to have the funeral? I'm like, mate, they have not found him. No, He will- may be alive. <laughs> yeah, like you, you gave them 12 hours to find him and then went, Okay. He's dead. He's Let's dead. just no. accept it and move on. She did the same Google I did, which is like apparently if you're not find, found within five minutes, you, your chances plummet. In an avalanche? Yeah. You, yeah like, I don't know. I love that she went down to the bottle shop. Mm. She had a moment standing in front of Barrel. It's called Barrel. Barrel. But someone... Now we know why they invented that place. Someone posted... I think someone posted in the council or tweeted a picture of a, a wine you can have when you're pregnant. It's called Nine Months. Oh, she that sounds tacky ass. But there's... Hey, look, if we there's learn a there's a market for it. Yeah, well, the champagne that they give you like in the scenes is a non-alcoholic champagne. And it, make, it makes you feel like, ooh. <laughs> Having like, a treat at work. Yeah. And I was like, if I was pregnant, I would just drink this. It must just be like apple cider or with bubbles or something. Like... I'm going to say the most annoyingly private school thing I've ever said, but at the Year 9 Latin banquet, <laughs> when we had, we all drank fake wine. We all acted drunk, but we thought we were drunk. But, you know, we're like, I know, it makes me feel a certain way. <laughs> Do you reckon maybe Sean could turn out, like, in, like, maybe 3,000 years, he'll be dug up, you know, like, occasionally, like, a Neanderthal man will, like, <laughs> pop out of the snow and they'll be like, he's perfectly preserved <laughs> and his teeth are in very good condition. One of my favourite movies ever, Encino Man. Great movie. Yes. He's, He's coming back. Is. Yes. He can come back and he'll go to Erinsborough High. Just defrost him. Be perfect. It could also be a scam because the mother was a bit shonky too. Oh, she hated Ellie. Mama Millsy. So oh, man, hang on. She hated, well, she hated Millsy. She, she hated a lot of people. She, yeah, she picked Sean over Millsy when they were prisoners in Oh, yeah. South Did you America. know that backstory? No. Finn and his brother were both kidnapped in Colombia and she only paid the ransom for Sean. And just left Finn there. To is that why Finn's crazy? Yeah. 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 See, everyone's got a tragic backstory. It comes from there. But right. then not everyone turns into a chemical terrorist like him. No, Scarlett mm. only wanted to kill Come. one person at a yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. When they won't marry her, which yeah. is pretty reasonable. Yeah. If Hamish should let you go on for a few more years, CJ. I mean, who knows? <laughs> I want to talk about Paul. Please, please. So... In the midst of all of the we got to find Scarlet drama, Paul gets on the phone and he's like, I'm Paul. <laughs> I would like to know some information about your guests. And the hotel rightly says, no, why would I tell you information about the people that have paid me money? Who am I, a lawyer that runs a women's support group? I can't <laughs> yeah. tell you information like that. <laughs> exactly. 
And he's sitting there, and as Vaya pointed out when we're watching it, with his um, leather flip um, phone case. I love that leather flip. <laughs> so boomer. It is exactly yeah. what a man of his age would buy. Mm. And I hate when you have like a strong conversation with a case like that or the other one, it flaps you in the face. I mean, it's quite demeaning, really, mm. when mm. you're trying to be really impressive. So he says, I want this information. And then he starts babbling on how he knows the laws, and they just immediately go, okay, here's everything. Because he kept mentioning how many lawyers he had. Yeah, and yeah. Like, he had an army of them. And that he was, yeah, they were going to shut down this B&B if he didn't give them the info. Yeah. The big mean city hotel is going to. Oh, they're coming after them. And I loved, and, and like what would of course get me particularly hot was that he used the word solicitor instead of lawyer, which is, which is primo. <laughs> Paul's my boyfriend. Oh. She has met, I'm half of Paul. Since, I've got look, Sheila. I, can I just, for the record, when Ned graduated to children, <laughs> to school children. You moved on? I got over my crush on Ned. It was when he was in the mature-aged bracket that that was appealing. Well, that's so funny because, like, I am further away from his age than Olivia is. Really? Yeah. Mm. So, you know, every time I, Ben and I and, and also his girlfriend, we all hang out like we're all mates or whatever and then they, they'll they be like, it's my birthday and I'm like, how old are you? And they're like, 27 and I'm like, what? What? <laughs> I remember those yeah. days. Yeah. And so when it was like, I'm like, oh, she's way too young for you. It's like, well, she's closer to you than I am. (laughs) And they take Scarlett back to Erinsborough Police Station. Yeah, so after the tackle. And as they always do when they've just arrested someone, they turn off all the lights (laughs) and just leave them in a dark room. Well, it's Halloween. Yeah, why wouldn't you? (laughs) You were interrupting the um, staff party. (laughs) Did they have the new cop there? Well... I don't know. We didn't really see any cop. You didn't. There, there was a couple of people there, but you weren't. You didn't mm. see them. And another dark day for Erin's police. Who do they let walk straight in to have a chat with Scarlett? They let Paul in to have a chat, and I love it because he's just like, you know, I knew you were shunky, and I'm going to get down there and I'm going to say it takes a shunk to know a shunk, mm. and I knew about it all along. So they've just tied Scarlett up to a table, I guess, the police, and mm. they've left her there. They've gone to do trick or treating. Yeah, they're all dressed as, I don't know, robbers. Firemen. Um, yeah. Um, and he goes down there to say, basically, I won. Mm. And I think it's funny because they only had a few scenes where they were against each other, but Scarlett's like, you, you're the one that made Ned not marry me and made me stab him. It's your fault, Paul. Then she says, trick or treat, and it looks super psycho and scary. And then Paul's like, whatever, I don't need you. And he goes home. Opens up his phone because he gets an email, which, by the way, such an old person to open for every email. Like, yeah. who checks their phone for every email? <laughs> my mum. Yeah, exactly. My mum does too. Mm. She wakes up to them if you send them in the middle of the night. <laughs> Someone's just posted on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. There she gets the notifications yeah. on Facebook. Someone's liked your comment. It's like, mum, stop getting those notifications. It's ruining your life. Yeah. So Paul gets back and he checks his email and he's really like his puffy chested Paul. He's really happy. He's just Pe- gone peacocking. down. Mm. Yeah, he's peacock. He's just gone down to the police station to tell a, you know, mentally unwell woman that he that he's that he's he better than her. That's mm. the bit I thought was a bridge too far for Paul. I understood all the grandstanding before that, but the moment where she's vulnerable at her lowest ebb, mm. don't go in there and gloat. Well, Therese pulls him up on it and he says, "What is it illegal to be a, a bad winner or something?" And I'm like, "Well, I mean, he makes a point." When does Paul ever pretend that he's anything but what he is? But to have the energy to head down to the police, <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, I take my hat off to him because I'd be like, should I go down? No, I'll, I'll catch up on last night's Love Island. <laughs> yeah, I won't worry yeah. about that. And finally, so Ned's in his hospital bed. He was looking pretty green in the gills. <sighs> like... He- He's already injured. He's recovering yeah. from the dislocated shoulder. Then they're, now they're going to have to paint on a stab scar every time oh, with no. his tattoos. Because he's always got his shirt off. Yeah. It was actually, they made the stab purposefully quite low so oh, that good, we wouldn't yeah. have to um, draw oh. it on every time. Because he already has to put on those tattoos. It's like So she went straight for the groin. The, <laughs> the, the Ken doll area. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Deary me. Ken, that just reminded me. I wanted to do a little sidebar on Scarlett's outfit choices because some of them are very Barbie-esque. Mm. You had the little miniskirt with the love hearts all over it. Mm. There was like white jackets and pink T-shirts. Yeah, it What was, do you it think was, was the inspiration there? Well, we talked about it a lot it's, and, and the costume designer's idea was that she never sort of grew, matured past oh, the yes. age where her family died. Okay, oh. that I love oh. details like that. That's yeah. good. So every outfit, you know, like some of the girls get really – Great outfits, especially April. Her clothes oh, yeah, she, are always so good. 
And every day I'd go to the rack and it was something pink every and every day I was like, just want one cool outfit. Yeah. Or, the, the, one. or the denim jacket with the fluffy collar. No. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's why when someone who attacked me online went after my outfit, I thought Maybe they hit a nerve with me because I was like, I agree. I, I look like a knob. Oh, you're, you're wearing a, a, a turtleneck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I mean, a Gorman turtleneck, but still. Hang on. Why are Gorman doing turtlenecks? That's my question. As they retro. must have been on a bargain bin. You had that amazing like evening where, when you went to the 82 tram, you had that red number. <laughs> I know. And because I had been doing a musical before I started on Neighbours and then my day completely changed. I was up at five and I was just there all day. But so when I was doing the musical, it was dancing every night. And I very quickly put on like three to five kilograms in the time that I was shooting. So that dress, which fit me in a fitting like two weeks before, was all of a sudden way too small and just kept ripping. That slit just kept ripping. <laughs> and I had to just like ask for more and more spanks because I was like, sorry, guys, I keep eating the catering all day. Getting into gas cans, um, oh, what, what's oh, these emu balls or whatever, oh, <laughs> kangaroo bow buns, yeah, bow oh, buns. Oh yeah, I don't know about that oh, tram. I'm, look, I'm just still really disturbed by the emu egg omelet. Yeah. That's oh Jesus. It reminds me of something on the Flintstones that oh, they would eat. Nice. We found out Ned had to have a transfusion. Yashvi may never play football again. They didn't say that, but CJ and I are really devastated. I was, I was really concerned. Schrodinger's hammy. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No one seems oh, concerned about her um, football leg either. They all just leave the hospital. So I gather that she's going to try and kick a ball next week. And oh, remember, no. remember when um, Piper got thrown off the boat and she, you know, she just tried to go outside for the first time. I'm like, oh, PTSD. That's what's going to happen. She's going to go to kick it and like her, her like leg won't extend anymore oh. or something. Yeah. Oh, she won't be able to kick like a girl. No. Oh. She'll have to keep like a boy and it'll be yeah. terrible. So we get the actual teenagers of the street celebrating Halloween mm. and they're in costume. Harlow is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, jeez. Of course she of is. Of course RBG. she is. Yeah. Because she's a feminist and she's mm. like... But what I loved is that she couldn't really get a formal dress together because she's just in from England. So she doesn't have all of her stuff. She's not, she's not like Scarlett that's bought her entire wardrobe mm. from her whole life. But for Halloween, she was straight on it. She had an outfit. Yeah, I loved it. Mackenzie was. Oh, Mackenzie's back. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who was? I've forgotten. Audrey Hepburn, Breakfast ah, at Tiffany's. Looked gorgeous. Did old mate revive the old Dalmatian jacket? No. no that would have been really it great. Would have been you know, Hendrix, Hendrix. Harlow read out an Edgar Allan Poe poem mm. to scare him. Inspired by that, they decided to have a seance and summon Kate Ramsey. Oh, please. With a Ouija really? board. They sat around the murder rotunda with candles trying to summon. And Hendrix her. was scared AF. Yes. He was. Yeah. It was cute. Do you know, but he is, I think he is so talented. Oh. He is like a really good actor. I reckon one day he'll he'll be like the Margot Robbie go to LA Ooh. and do the whole Hollywood thing. That's my prediction. Because okay. we first. haven't seen a lot of him yet, so we, it's hard for us to I, engage. Really I enjoy how he laughs at the situation he's in. Kate, I think the moment you'll love when you watch it back mm. is when they're doing the seance, we find out he's hidden a Bluetooth speaker with gunshot sound effects <laughs> to scare them all for Kate's murder. Oh. That's life in outer suburbia. If they don't have illegal fireworks going off every second night, and just like, no, it's not a gunshot. That's old mate Spiro down the corner. Mm. My neighbour's name is Spiro. <laughs> um, but that, I think if they had just done that, trick or treating, bring back dead Kate, Halloween done. They didn't need to torture a poor woman. <laughs> hey, look, you've got to work the, the shining into it somehow and that's how they've, they've done it. Do you know if we have any more episodes with Scarlett or was that it for her? That's it. We've seen the last oh. of Scarlett. Unless we get our Wentworth spin-off. So we live in hope. That'd be a high-budget web series. <laughs> be yeah. really awesome. Wishful thinking. Along with Erin's High. What are they calling that again? E-High or E-something. Oh, I don't know. comes out next Boring. week. Ben said it to me the other day. He used the slang word, but... Oh, of course, because he's the toolie in it. Is he? <laughs> well, he probably probably is. Is. No, he's not allowed anywhere near E-High. Oh. <laughs> not after the restraining order, oh. no. And, of course, his final declaration is that when he was thinking he was dying, he kept thinking, I miss Yashvi, mm. which really upset mm. me. Do you know what really upset me is that when we were filming, he would Ben would always talk about how he was getting back with Yashvi. <laughs> and I was like, can you at least wait until I'm gone to show your glee that's, about this? That's method acting. He was trying to build some rage in you. Well, he? it worked. <laughs> I'm still furious. God, you wait till a woman is on the back of the divvy van exactly. until you go after the next one. 
So what we need to do now, what we typically do is citizen of the week or shitizen of the week. And uh, I have my shitizen of the week, I decided, very early on, is going to be Yashvi Rebecca. Because I'm furious that she's not focusing on her studies. Hmm. Put a call into the police and sit down and study. We've all gone through hard stuff, but this is your second go at year 12. No one's got the energy to sit through this again next next year. I think your marks go down 15% too. So she has to do like 40% better. <gasps> Kate? I've also got a shitizen and it's something we haven't discussed yet tonight. And that is, we don't need to. Clive fucking Gibbons for two-timing our Sheila with Dr. Marshall. Oh, Dr. Robinson, sorry. At first I didn't mind because they were giving in to passion mm. and that's fine. Oh, look, Sheila's okay with People it, are seemingly. Human. But the fact that he's now just stringing along Beverly. Yeah, she's she's not a willing participant in this no. situation. Are you saddened that you didn't get to experience the sex on the desk in the hospital? I really was quite that, I was quite taken aback by that. When I really was the pants pulling yes. down and the kissing. It was quite open mouthed, and it was you know I was really felt like I was intruding by watching that. <laughs> also, I think that's what happens the longer characters work together. They become very familiar. Yeah. with each other. Yeah, if you and Ned had really got married, <laughs> then who knows where it would have gone oh. behind the, behind the desk at Lassiter's. Oh, I know. It, behind the luggage racks. Or in the luggage. <laughs> CJ, I'm gonna have to go, citizen, for Paul. Bloody hell! <laughs> for taking control of the situation <laughs> and just ringing people on his leather phone and telling everyone that he's the best. I did respect him for teaming up with his wife. Yeah, eventually. They're villains together. Yeah, no, when they work together, they're stronger. Do you know who uh, my shitizen is? Is Kyle. Because yes. they <laughs> they had been talking about Scarlett to him this whole time. He'd been hearing it and constantly being like, nah, she's all right. <laughs> nah, nah, look, I don't know, that's a bit harsh. And then he goes, you know, finally when she's got the cheese knife out, he goes, maybe you guys were right about Scarlett. <laughs> I think he, I think you even said something like I can't I can't do I can't do it justice but like oh I find that we'd known earlier like <laughs> yeah yeah Christy can I, you do that oh, I find that we'd known earlier I love it just about every guest we have on does a coil impersonation well the, my first scene with him I'd never met him and he walked in for the first scene and was like hey lights of coil blah, and I was like oh my god <laughs> it really <laughs> took me by surprise is that him no he, he no. puts the bogan yeah yeah I think all those cannings ham it right up mm. oh, well if they're cannings yeah yeah have uh, a side little moment on that photo the ripped photo plot point funny wow she prints photos yeah yeah. I know. Well, she needs to for a psycho book because how's anyone going to find out she's a psycho unless she's got a psycho book? Yeah. yeah. And I loved that how quickly – she's really smart, Scarlett, how quickly she caught on when Amy was like, it's pretty disrespectful to me. <laughs> Scarlett's like, to you. Oh, yes, to you because of Kyle, right. She was right on to everything. And in the midst of a terrible situation that's happened to Scarlett, she definitely attended all of her classes because she's a smart woman. Oh, yeah. And she was quick on – even in the car when Kyle was ringing, Kyle was ringing a thousand <laughs> times to say, hey, you're with a murderer, you better mm. get off out of the car. I mean, she just gets rid of those calls straight away. She's like, oh. Ooh, I know. Can you imagine if someone was holding your phone like that and swiping, you'd be like, like what are you doing? What are you doing? that. Yeah. yeah. Don't what? swipe. Don't swipe. What have you swiped? He, he's away? a Willis. He's a Willis. Yeah. yeah. Also, Scarlett would have been a good improviser. Just has an answer ready for every Always. scenario. I know. She's so much quicker than me. I really learned a lot from her. That's why I thought you'd say that you'd have a citizen of the week for Scarborough. No, look, I can't condone. <laughs> I can't condone her this week. <laughs> Definitely. But... um. You never know. Look, as you said, she may come back and redeem herself and then she can be a citizen. Yeah, yeah. We got Steph Scully out of the psych ward. True, true. Yeah, and she ended up in a relationship with one of the nurses and we Mm. were all on board. Mm. Well, that's where we are. Christy, what are you up to now for the rest of the year? I'm taking the rest of the year off. Awesome. Life of an actor. I know. No, I've had a very big full first half of the year and I decided to take a few months. And so every day my husband says... What are you doing today? And I say, stop asking. Yeah, this is what I'm doing. You're looking at it. I'm staying <laughs> in bed. I'm watching Love Island and I'm eating chicken crimpies. He's an actor too, though. He should know. I know. I think he only, I, I don't know why he asks. It's not in a judgmental way, but it's just an annoying question because I'm like, the answer's the same as it was yesterday and the same as it's yeah, going to be in two weeks. Nothing. Whatever, I'm doing nothing. Whatever I goddamn well like. Yeah. Muting neighbours. 
fanatics on the internet. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's opening those apps with caution, you know, not knowing what's waiting for me. Well, this has been a pleasure. Thanks for... Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for coming. We've had fun. And yeah. we, we always enjoy, our audience always enjoys hearing the other side of a neighbour's villain. We've had Millsy. Imogen was a bit of a villain when she was on. So it's always good to give perspective. Yeah, I know. Well, I posted a, a video of me answering questions on 10 Play because I thought that I answered terribly on all of them, but I thought it would be good to, so that people know that I'm not actually Scarlet. <laughs> I mean, clearly you're not. We invited you here on Halloween. I know. To the Pirate Net Studios. Do not... And right here in the kitchen as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah, there's knives everywhere. <laughs> I didn't see any ankle bracelets before. There's my knife block. It's, it's a red love heart. Oh, Scarlet would have loved it. Now you've pointed it out. (laughs) Well, you've triggered it. I'm not wearing any pink, though, so you're safe. Thank you so much, Christy. Can people say nice things to you? You're on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, no, people have been really nice. There's just a few. few, Yeah, yeah, but you can find me, Christy Whelan Brown. And I think maybe on Twitter I'm just Christy underscore Whelan. It must have come in late on Twitter. Nice. Kate? I'm at Remude on Twitter. CJ? At CJ the Hot Mess Mum. I'm Vaya Pashos. We are Neighbours Pod on Twitter. The Neighbours Council is our Facebook group and patreon.com slash Neighbours Pod. And don't forget to rate or review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes. And? And also, yeah, Team Scarborough now. Hashtag. Yeah, that's it. Hashtag misunderstood. <laughs> Let down by society and Erinsborough. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank Bye. You. Bye. It's a babe. Babe with the power. Power of voodoo. 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 Voodo